This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is Metal Shop back here on 99.9 KISW. And uh, right now we actually have an awesome dude. He is a guest in studio. His band, Himsa, will be reuniting for a huge show, almost sold out, at El Corazon next weekend, Halloween weekend. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. Himsa, a hugely important band here on Metal Shop for the metal community uh, in the in the early to mid-2000s. They broke up in 2008, and after eight years, they are back together. John Pettibone, welcome to Metal Shop. Hi, boys. Hey, man. Good to have you back on again. Thanks for having me. I think uh, one of the first photos we ever had at Metal Shop here was us looking young and dumb. <laughs> With you, actually. So it's it, good to have you back. No facial hair. And even exactly. further uh, even further <laughs> back, we <laughs> actually used to do a show on KGRG called Dead Air. Yes. And he was our first big uh, our first big get for an Yay. interview. And I remember how stoked we were, like like little little so kids. Long ago. Exactly. Back good again. Times. Well, congrats on the show, man. We're stoked to see Thanks, you guys, guys play on Saturday. Me too. I'm really excited. Thanks for being a part of it. Most definitely. We wouldn't <laughs> have it any other way. <laughs> So uh, tell us a little bit about how you uh, guys got back in contact. How long? Let's let's start at the beginning. How long have you guys been talking? And uh, when did you decide you want to do this again? Well, we all remained friends, which was uh, <clears throat> most important part after the breakup. Right. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe two years ago, I kind of put the bug out to Derek, the bass player, and was like, Derek and I share a birthday on December eighth, okay. oh, so wow. um, it was kind of like, hey. Do you want to do this? Because we usually really talk around a birthday, so just, just like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah, Why totally. Not? And um, uh, I was like, hey, do you want to do a show? And he was kind of on the fence about it. And he's like, well, let's see what the other guys want to do. And uh, Sammy, Kirby, and Chad were all for it, but Derek was kind of on, like I said, on the fence about it. Yeah. I think he was feeling more of like, like maybe getting back together and like going for it again, oh, but okay. there's been so many life changes within our lives that it's uh, it's not realistic to do something sure. like that. Yeah, you're a new, uh, relatively new father. Yeah, congratulations, four year old boy. Thank you. Yeah. And um, Josh has a couple kids, and everyone has went off to school, graduated, and everyone gotten, has lives. Exactly. Lives. Yeah, <laughs> Chad has a couple kids, and so um, it was kind of it was talk for a second, and then it went away. Well, then. Uh, late last year, it kind of came up again, sure. and it was just like, "Hey, do you want to do this?" And um, I was all for it. And Derek was like, "It's your birthday present." Nice. <laughs> and all the guys, all the guys say yes, and we'll get going for it. And we originally were thinking of doing it <clears throat> in the springtime. Okay. But I got hurt and uh, I tore two discs in my back. Damn. So basically, Whew. yeah, I was uh, laid up for a couple months. That's why you had the cane. And then I had a cane. I was walking with a cane for a while. And now <laughs> I have. cane. Yeah. <laughs> so now I have a really bad sciatica, uh, which is part of that injury. And um, So you're going to be doing so lots of stage it. dives. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, they decide, we decided to push it off and really um, concentrate on just actually just practicing. Because um, 
once we the idea started going and picking a set and whatnot, it was a lot harder than what we really imagined. Uh, with the old band I did, as you guys know, Undertow, um, yes. getting that back together and, and playing some reunion shows with that was a lot easier. I yeah. don't know why. Um, I guess the HIMSA stuff just uh, is very taxing and, uh, you know, those guys play very fast. That's and shredding. Yeah, I didn't realize I had written so many lyrics to those songs. <laughs> <laughs> it was really so dumb of me. Yeah, and so um, getting into the fold of it, we were like, oh, man, what did we get ourselves into? And then we're like, well, let's come up with this idea of playing a couple shows, like warm-up shows under fake names and – uh, like getting buddies bands to get to play a show and just playing first and yeah you guys played as uh, <laughs> Crush Pile Crush Pile at Slim's that was a great show it was fun uh, it was a good time playing on the back of a truck yeah it was a first <laughs> it, my favorite part about it not only just getting back and and playing the songs with the guys again and you know, you guys coming out and seeing old friends and whatnot, but to looking over the fence and seeing kids underage that weren't uh, even around yeah. <laughs> like when we were a band outside the fence watching us, that made me really happy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we did another one as um, uh, Scarlump. <laughs> we played a show over in Bremerton, yes. um, which is really fun. And um, and then we played a couple weeks ago at the Valley uh with and we were called Metal Musil, <laughs> and I actually did double duty with that band I do now, Eris. Yeah, so yeah we, absolutely. So played first and played last. It was really tough, but Theories played and uh, Deathbed Confessions. Uh, those guys set it up and it was awesome. The place holds like fifty oh, people. And yeah, there's like two hundred. Love the valley. <laughs> it was crazy. That's awesome. Uh, it was a really really good time. So I'm glad we did those because uh, it got a lot of weight off our shoulders and yeah. and knew that we had to practice a lot more to to really. Uh, do this one at Corazon. Yeah. yeah. Plus it's something for like, you know, the the old school fans, the local people that yeah. have been around forever and Yeah. And I'm really excited too because um, you know, after after the band split and, you know, I still work at Corazon and seeing all these new kids, new metal bands, new hardcore bands coming through and they're like, Oh, you know, we heard about your shows and how amazing they were I'm excited to like do a show and have these kids opened up to something that yeah. they wouldn't have seen before. Whole new uh, generation. Then, yeah. That you, you know, you you know, you guys know me well. Then I'm a a pretty big purist when it comes to those things, and sure, um, that's going to be an exciting part of it. I'm hoping I'm still trying to talk the wife into letting me bring our four year old. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. don't know if that's going to work. Teach him because if he doesn't want to be there, she has to leave with him. So. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> Little Johnny's uh, first stage dive. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so. All right, we got John Pettibone in studio right now from Himsa, uh, Nine Iron Spitfire, Undertow, and right now in Eris. We're going to play a song off of Courting Tragedy and Disaster, and uh, we'll be back with more from Mr. Pettibone. Here's Kiss or Kill. It's Metal Shop.
Back here on Metal Shop, some Himsa, recording tragedy and disaster. Was that two, 2003, 2002? Probably. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Three, I think. I remember that show. Oof. That was. A, I remember the first show that you guys played when that record came out. I think I spent about $100 on merch. <laughs> I bought nice. like uh, I bought a bunch of Excursion Record stuff because nice. I was like the first time I'd ever seen their uh, their. Uh, booth and I bought your guys's record. I bought your guys like three T-shirts. I bought it on vinyl. Beautiful. Uh, we got John Pettybone from <laughs> Himsa and a, and a ton of awesome Seattle bands uh, in studio right now. Uh, John, I've been seeing you mentioning things about you've been finding like old boxes of merch and like yeah, speak, old Himsa stuff. Yeah. Speaking of excursion, Dave Larson, our friend, and put out the first record. Yeah. Uh, shout a out bunch to Dave. Other stuff. Yeah. Uh, he was going through storage two months ago and found like three giant bins of our old merch cool. that we just forgot about, I yeah. guess. And um, uh, like T-shirts from like every tour, belt buckles, wow. all kinds of stuff. So we're gonna try and get rid of it. You know what? <laughs> he shouldn't have told you guys and then been around the corner and sold <laughs> like, 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 like it. Oh yeah, Yo, find these belt buckles. <laughs> Yo, you need a belt buckle. Dave Yo. is a hustler. Yo, you need a Hymns a Trucker hat. I got it right here. Back in my van. It's more expensive inside. We got it for cheap. Uh, John, what do you, because you've been playing music fairly consistently. Was there a little break in between Himsa and Eris? Like, um, for, a while, how, for how long? I was Damn doing you. I Am the Thorn. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's I right. think the only break I took was when I moved to New York, but I worked for a band, so I was still involved uh-huh. somewhat. In, so what's it been, uh, like 30 years now? Uh, like, yeah, 89. Yeah, coming up Someone, on it. Uh, joined Undertow. Like, what are a few of the biggest differences between being in a band now and being in a band back then? Uh, I think just the subcultures. There's sure. just so much going on. And working at El Corazon, you just see it all. Where you, uh, you know, see the young kids coming up. Y- you can tell that they get it, and then you know, after a while, they really get it. And yeah. um, you know, there's a starting point for everyone. And um, the biggest difference I see is, uh, especially for this city, it gets really fickle at times. Where, yeah. mm. like, the ringworm show the other night, no <laughs> one came. Yeah, it was a very um, unattended and uh, kind of disappointing. Still a great show. Ringworm yeah. killed it. Um, but then you know, uh, let's say nails comes to town and it's like 800 kids. Right. It's just like it's hyped. I, I, I don't know. You know. You, you know. For myself, and I know you. To, um, you know, the roots of things were always struck importance yeah. in music and going back and seeing um, who was influenced or who influenced your favorite bands. Uh, you know, for me, I it was growing up with skateboard magazines and um, just diving into those and f- looking at thank you lists on the back of records yeah. and see what bands they thanked and then you get those records and on and on and on. I think today it's just, there's just so much oversaturation that you just can't really keep up. You can't really sure. blame anybody. And um, right now it seems like to be in a band is more important than a structure or yeah. like passion for a band is how they I get an Instagram it. before they write a song. Right. And you know, that's in, true. You know, touring Europe before playing a local you know, show. Yeah. <laughs> touring the Northwest. And just, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, can't stop it. Can't change it. You can just roll with it. It's that dissemination. It's the internet. Yeah. Really. It's, it really is. It really is. It, it makes it really easy. It's uh, acceptable. Um, you know, you can book your own tour in that way. And I mean, the, 
the first undertow tours to the first himsa tours it was basically the same way as sure you know making phone calls you didn't have a booking agent or anything like that yeah and having um, your contact making friends in exactly other towns. and then keeping those contacts and sharing those contacts and that was the networking um yeah. and now with you know the internet and iphones and all that stuff it makes it a lot easier but also uh Bands expect more. Sure, when it comes to that, they ah. think that you do go on tour. Very entitled. There's yeah. no struggle. Yeah. They're like, no hey man, sacrifice. I made a Facebook post, dude. Yeah. Where's my guarantee? Yeah, exactly. Most important, you know, and that's not just kid bands. That's adult yeah. bands. I yeah. dealt with adult bands last night, and the same kind of thing. It's just <laughs> like you it's bite your tongue, and you know, you know what? There's there's a lot worse things in the world going on to you getting um your, you know, loaf of bread and. Uh, meat and cheese plate right. <laughs> it blows my mind sometimes. A more important question though yes. is, uh, who's your favorite professional wrestler Ooh, oh, God. of all Here time? Yes. You're gonna open up of the can time. of worms like that? Just, Jesus, we're gonna uh, be here for wrestler. like three hours. Uh, well, I do have an Undertaker tattoo. There you go. It's Undertaker, and I was watching years and years before Taker even came around. But I think at that time, it was something new. He didn't speak. It was just this aura and this realm around him that was. You know, it hadn't been done before, and he wasn't like a jacked up guy. Yeah, he wasn't in tights. He was, you know, he was the Undertaker, came out in all black. The dark got spirit. Got back that, yeah, and um, just crushed dudes. And then he beat. And Hulk you're wearing Hogan. an Undertaker shirt right I now. I am. Oh God, yes. that is a savage T-shirt. Yeah, thank you. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, he beat Hogan for the championship. So, yeah. and I can't st- never liked Hulk Hogan for a one day title ring. That's okay. Still, <laughs> I got a wins a win. I got to jump in here because I know you Shoot. guys can run on this for a long time. Yeah, we're going to hit a quick break and be back <laughs> with more uh, John Pettibone from HIMSA playing uh, this Saturday at El Corazon. This is Metal Shop on The Rock. It's Metal Shop. We are here with John Pettibone of HIMSA, of Eris, of Undertow. So many awesome projects here in the Northwest. He is a Northwest institution. If you've been a drunk-ass fool at El Corazon, ah. he may have kicked your ass out. <laughs> yeah, but you probably deserved it. Um, but uh, yeah, they are playing. <laughs> HIMSA is going to be playing an awesome reunion show next Saturday, and uh, it's going to be an awesome one. It's not only going to be HIMSA, but also uh, an up-and-coming local kind of punk rock band called Pinned Red, a band from Texas that is back together now called Die Young, Wake of Humanity, a great local metalcore band, and lowest priority, and also an up-and-coming hardcore band in the area. So let's just talk to you. I mean, w- what made you want to pick these bands that uh, uh, all the bands opening? It's quite a lineup. Pretty much friendships. Sure. Uh, Pin Red has ex-Himsa members and ex-Hell Promise, who always played shows with. Uh, lowest priorities um, were just some of the younger kids that have been coming to Corazon shows, and I've yeah. seen them growing up and really love what they're doing. Um, like I was saying before, the you know, kids that get it. Uh, they definitely do. Yeah. And um, striving to make the scene, you know, a positive place to be in. Yeah, more inclusive <clears throat> as well. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, Wake Humanity, Chris Point, he actually sang for him. So on a an Asia tour that I couldn't do. Nice. I was out on the road with Botch at the time. And so, you know, he has that connection with HIMSA. Sure. And then, and that's his band. And, you know, Mike and all those guys have, you know, been friends oh, with yes. them forever and ever Metal and ever. Mike. And then uh, Die Young, uh, Wake of Humanity, is on tour with them right now. Cool. And uh, it was 
their home show and they were just like hey this is the tour we're doing can they be on it he's like no, yeah sure no problem yeah but with that also because we not want the night to also be special and there's other friends bands playing and so after the hymns is set the fun house which is the other stage yeah. of the club yeah right next door there's another is basically a free show so if people don't come to him so they can go to this thing and it's this band idols who i've always loved local band sure. um playing some songs and then mercy ties one of my favorite bands right now in yeah. town a uh, great botches kind of uh, vibe to them. Very cool. Um, very cool. And then this band from France called uh, Birds in Row who are on Death Wish who are an incredible wow. three-piece in that converged realm of stuff. Awesome. They're awesome. And that's the end of their tour too. Cool. So it's just like a big night of yeah. you know, yeah, awesome like, music and friendships. Like and, nine bands. Yeah. And things are going to get wacky because I know people are going to get dressed up. Yes. Yeah, and like also we want weekend. bring pillows. Bring pillows Uh-oh. because we want a giant pillow fight. We don't want <laughs> fights and we don't want violence. We want pillow fights and fun. And we're going to decorate the place, and there's going to be, you know, like the last show, throwing things and making a mess. It's going to be a good time. The janitors of Ocorazone will hate us. Oh, we yeah. great. Bring pillows, not okay. Fago. Exa- you Thank there. you. Yes. What are they going to do, fire you? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You're- yeah, good Away from my cane at you. <laughs> pillow fights, dude. Pillow fights, stage dives, man. Who doesn't like a pillow fight, right? Hell yes. And come dressed up, please. Nazis. Nazis don't like That's pillow right. fights, That's right. We don't John. want you at our show. And we don't want Nazis there. So uh, I, I want to round <laughs> this out by saying, like, and you mentioned that Derek kind of wanted to keep going. Is this going to be it? Are you going to do anything else in the future? Um, what do you think? And who knows? Never say never, I guess. You know, if the band didn't do some things, like if it was to happen and could everyone was down. For me, I don't want to tour. Like, I don't want to be away from my family. Right. That, that was my, that was always in my head. All the years I toured was like the, the moment I have children that I'm done because I just want to be home and, you know, watch my kids grow up and never, never miss, you know, special things mm-hmm. and um, whatnot. And that's just for myself. Yeah. So, you know, weekends, things here and there. Some stuff have come, has come to, come to the table. Um, with some offers of things, but it's really like, you know, it's not our job. It's not our career. It never right. was. It was just having a good time and, you know, trying to make ends meet. And if uh, if it sounds fun, everyone can do it, then sure. I, I would hate to be the person that says no when four other people want to do anything uh, or to do something. Right, right. So um, we'll see. So full-time uh, tour with Slayer. Yeah, cool. just Halloween <laughs> show every year. Yeah. <laughs> OzFest 2017. That, that was one of the things. We had, we had a... Uh, a, a bucket list of things, and obviously Slayer was the top. Like, do a tour of Slayer, and it never came around. Huh. Well, you did with Danzig, so f- did it. Danzig. I'll take that. <laughs> that was that was fun. Uh, Mr. John Pettibone yes, Himsa sir. is playing Saturday night. You got any? You got any parting words for the Northwest before I, we see? You next I have week? parting words for you too. Oh. I want to thank you too for always just being very humble and being real cool with stuff we've done and stuff I've done. You know, you guys are brothers and I very much appreciate both of you and excited for what you guys have done. You've come a long way and still love what you're doing and it's pretty awesome. Thanks, man. That's an honor. Thank you. My honor. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. Well, let's get into some music. (laughs) Here's (laughs) his, uh, it's the Destroyer. They're playing next Saturday. We got some tickets coming up for the Himsa show. Next time you hear from us, we'll be giving those away. It's Himsa on Metal Shop.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.